0: Desmond Ritter is back as the Falcons starter, but is it too early to talk about who the Falcons might take in the 2024 NFL draft? You are Locked On Falcons, your daily Atlanta Falcons podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, everyone, to another illustrious episode of the Locked on Falcons podcast, your daily Atlanta Falcons podcast right here on Locked on Sports Atlanta, your team every day. And today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. We're going to help you find the qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash Locked on NFL. That's LinkedIn.com slash Locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. So, guys, if you don't know me, I'm your very humble host, Aaron Freeman been Covering the Falcons for many years, formerly at falcfans.com, RIP, formerly on Twitter at FalcFans, RIP. Still going strong on this illustrious podcast. You may know me as Sirius Black, you may know me as Mr. Drew as well. And we want to give a special shout out to the everydayers that make this illustrious podcast their first listen or first watch each and every day. And if you want to become an everydayer, all you got to do is subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts to get the latest episode as soon as it, it is available. So, normally these Sunday night episodes would be my rapid reaction to the Falcons. Uh, most recent performance. I was going to say loss, but Hey, you know, better times are ahead, but because the Falcons were on a bye week uh, we're not talking about a game. So instead today's going to be a mock draft Monday, right? Where I will go through all 32 picks projecting as of, you know, seven 45 PM Eastern time on Sunday. So not factoring the Sunday night game and, Uh, I don't know officially, I don't think the Bills-Jets game is officially over, so a little tweaking on the order uh, based off of where that game should finish, Uh, but you know, we're going to get into a mock draft, I'm going to project all 32 picks, I'm going to explain the Falcons picks, because it's going to be a little controversial uh, to a lot of you guys, but before we get there, there is news on the Falcons front, because better days are potentially ahead for the Falcons, because Desmond Ritter has been renamed the Falcons' starting quarterback. Ian Rappaport on Sunday morning first reported it. Various local reporters confirmed it, that Ritter will be the starting quarterback once again. We will assume that Arthur Smith will confirm this report on his Monday presser ahead of next week's Saints game. And if you've been listening to Locked on Falcons for this last week, if you've been an everydayer, then this is not a surprise. This is something that we've been expecting since the Falcons lost to the Cardinals last week, that that move was uh, impending. And, you know, my personal opinion was I thought it was the wrong decision to bench Desmond Ritter two weeks ago when the Falcons made that choice. And so, you know, it's the right decision now uh, to, to go back to him, you know, two one right makes it, whatever you, you guys get it. But as I said to Jarvis this past week, you know, I'm sure the Falcons will spin this as a this was just a reset. It was a temporary sort of sit down of Desmond Ritter as a way to sort of hopefully get uh, part of their grand scheme to, to get him playing better. And of course, as I told Jarvis, that's a whole bunch of malarkey, as uh, Joe Biden would say, it's a whole bunch of BS if you ask me, but if the Falcons start winning games, you know, they can say whatever they want, right. It, it doesn't matter, you know, to the victors go to spoils, So to speak, they, they, they get to dictate the message at that point in time. And if you've been listening to the podcast over the last two weeks, you heard me not mince words, I I feel like the two weeks of Taylor Heineke as the Falcon starter against the Vikings, against the Cardinals was borderline a disaster. We saw this offense regress. I broke it down. All those reasons why we saw regression from this offense with Taylor Heineke at the helm over the last two weeks in my all 22 reviews of the Viking game of that Cardinals game. So please check that out if you haven't already. And so that's part of the reason why I say like, this is all ridiculous if this was all part of a plan, because it's like, why would you? why would your plan be to Desmond Ritter is going to be better by watching Taylor Heineke suck for two weeks like that that doesn't make any sense right but presumably we'll see Desmond Ritter be the starter you know for the rest of the season we'll see if Arthur Smith is willing to make that commitment based off of you know all the pressers that Arthur Smith has ever done since he became the Falcons head coach back in January of 2021 I doubt he's going to make that sort of commitment he's not the type that's going to make you know he's always like oh you know who knows we'll see like that's that's the type of coach he is so i doubt he'll make that firm commitment to desmond ritter as a starter for the rest of the season but he'll be the starter for now or or whatever the words he'll do and these next seven games i do think ritter you know obviously injuries unforeseen things could derail that but i you know my expectation is ritter will finish out the season as the falcon starter and these next seven games for desmond ritter will be kind of make a break for desmond ritter right You know, I'd love to sit here and and tell you guys, oh, it's going to work out beautifully for Desmond Ritter and he's going to be better, you know, coming out of the bye and all this thing. I would love to say that, but, you know, I don't know if that's true and I'd just be blowing smoke up your butt, you know, by telling you that, you know, uh, based off of his body of work, the first 12 starts were pretty up and down. Probably means the next seven starts are going to be up and down, but one would hope, right? The ups will far outweigh the downs over these next seven games. And the the Falcons, you know, have a thin margin of error if they, if they want to get that winning season, right. They got to go five and two down the stretch, uh, or I guess technically four, three and one or four, two and one, I guess, you know, that that'll technically get them to a winning to 500, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, you guys <laughs> gotta sit here, how the ties work, but yeah. Uh, so five and two, let's, let's just keep it simple. Um, get the five and two and hope springs eternal when it comes to that stuff. So earlier this week I discussed, you know, that we saw progress from Desmond Ritter over his final full starts, uh, against Houston, Tampa Bay and, um, Washington. But of course, you know, the problem in those games were turnovers. He's turned the ball over seven times in those games, you know, three interceptions, four fumbles in those three games. And those gonna be something that he's gonna to have to clean up. So hopefully we'll see continued progress, continued improved play from Desmond Ritter. And hopefully we'll see fewer turnovers. Again, I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that we're gonna see no turnovers again based off of the body work. We'll we'll probably get a couple, but you know, hopefully it's just a couple. So if that's the case, then you know, I think positive things are in favor of the Falcons, but we'll talk more about what this means for the Falcons, what this means for Desmond Ritter, you know, what this team should look like with our upcoming guests here on the podcast. As the week unfolds, uh, the plan is for Charles McDonald of Yahoo Sports, Alan Sturk of The Falcoholic, formerly of Locked On Falcons, uh, to guest over the next two days of the podcast, I don't know quite the order in which they'll go, um, to talk about all the stuff that's going on with the team. And so we'll get into that, you know, as your first listen probably tomorrow, but we'll continue your first listen or first watch today By uh, getting into a mock draft Monday and I'll be breaking down my way too early, way, way, way too early, you know, projection of how the first round will go and we'll get into all of that guys as we continue today's Locked on Falcons. So we know that success for the Atlanta Falcons means surrounding your quarterback with the right team and the same is true for your business. And so if you're a hiring manager looking to reach your goals in 2023, it's all about the people that you hire. And it's much easier for you to find the right people because you got LinkedIn jobs, right? LinkedIn jobs is going to help you find the right people for your team faster and for free. They give you the simple tools like screening questions that are going to make it easy for you to focus on the candidates with the right skills, experience, so that you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. This is why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one. Delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash locked on NFL. That's LinkedIn.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. So as we continue today's Locked On Falcons, I do want to plug the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. That's of course locked on sports today. Locked on is an innovator, it's an icon. Everybody wants to be locked on. Everybody's doing daily podcasts, right? But we're the first one to do a a 24 seven national streaming channel here on YouTube. Check out locked on sports today, 24 seven, covering the top sports from all the top leagues, top shows, all the local insights, all that across it. So go to locked on sports today on YouTube, subscribe to the first ever national sports 24 seven streaming channel. So let's get into this mock draft. And before I uh, throw it up there on the screen, you know, we got graphics here for you guys. On the YouTube side of things, my methodology was pretty simple, right? I basically looked at Dane Bruegler's top 50 draft board uh, that he dropped at, at the beginning of this month and based, you know, where these players went heavily off of that. And then I also listened to the NFL stock exchange podcast earlier or last week with uh, Brad Spielberger and Trevor Sykema, and they went through all 32 teams, NFL uh, top needs. And I based it heavily off of that. I, I kind of strayed a little bit to kind of fit some quarterbacks in there. We'll get to it. Um, but for the most part, I tried to lean as heavily on, on those needs as much. So, uh, let's get into the graphics using uh PFF's mock draft simulator. Cause you know, they, they got the clean graphics. So that'll go up on your screen guys. So, um, with the number one overall pick, the number one player on Dame Brugger's board was UNC cornerback, uh, quarterback, I'm sorry, Drake may, he goes to the Chicago bears who hold Carolina's pick number two was the Arizona Cardinals and they take wide receiver Marvin Harrison out of Ohio State number three pick is quarterback Caleb Williams out of USC to the New England Patriots and basically Dane Brugler has been pretty adamant since basically August listening to his various podcasts over the last few months of in some shape or form he he strongly believes that Drake May Marvin Harrison and Caleb Williams in some order are going to be the top three picks in this draft and you know I think Dane's as plugged in as anybody, uh, so we'll roll with that. So, uh, number four, the Chicago Bears take uh, Penn State offensive tackle Olu Fashanu, shore up their offensive line. Number five, the Giants take wide receiver out of Florida State Keon Coleman. Number six, the Titans take Notre Dame left tackle Joe Alt. Number seven, the Washington Commanders take Ellis, um, UCLA, I'm sorry, edge rusher Layatu Latu. And with the eighth overall pick that's causing my comments and my chat to go afire, I have the Atlanta Falcons taking Georgia tight end Brock Bowers. I will explain that at the end of today's episode, but I just, I know, just, just don't hit send on that comment just yet. We'll get there. I know you're angry. I'll explain. Number nine, Green Bay takes Alabama right tackle JC Latham. Number 10, Tampa Bay takes quarterback. Out of Michigan, J.J. McCarthy. This is where I kind of went astray off of uh, Dane and, and Brad's projections. Uh, and, and I did it again with the next pick. The Jets at number 11 take LSU quarterback Jaden Daniels. Number 12, the Chargers take Clemson cornerback Nate Wiggins, uh, cornerback to be clear. Uh, 13, the Rams take Alabama edge rusher Dallas Turner. 14, the Broncos take LSU wide receiver Malik Neighbors. 15, Illinois' Defensive tackle Jerzon Newton goes to the Las Vegas Raiders. 16, the Colts take Florida State edge rusher Jared Verse. 17, the Cincinnati Bengals take wide receiver out of Ohio State, Emeka Akbuka. His teammate goes number 18 overall to the New Orleans Saints. That is edge rusher out of Ohio State, JT Tui Molau. Number 19, the Buffalo Bills take Washington wide receiver Roma Adunze. Number 20. The Arizona Cardinals with the Houston Texans pick with their second pick of the first round take Oklahoma left tackle or right tackle Tyler Guyton. Probably kicking Paris Johnson over to the left side. Uh Twenty-one the Minnesota Vikings take Penn State edge rusher Chop Robinson, and twenty-two Seattle takes uh, Oregon State tackle S.E. Fuaga. Probably kicking him inside to guard. He's a massive human being. Twenty-three. Seattle, I mean, sorry, the Steelers take uh, Alabama cornerback Kool Aid McKinstry 24. The Houston Texans take his teammate edge rusher Chris Braswell out of Alabama 25. Miami takes Houston left tackle Patrick Paul 26. Dallas takes all versatile cornerback safety. Punt returner, Cooper DeJean out of Iowa. Uh, 27, the San Francisco 49ers take Georgia. Right tackle, Amarius Mims. 28, Jacksonville takes LSU wide receiver, Brian Thomas Jr. 29, Baltimore takes Arizona. Left tackle, Jordan Morgan, probably kicking him inside the guard as well. And 30, uh, Detroit takes Ohio State cornerback, Denzel Burke. 31, Kansas City takes Oregon wide receiver, Troy flankhorn And 32, the Philadelphia Eagles. Run it back. With another Georgia player taking Kamari Lassiter, the cornerback, out of Georgia to finish off the first round. So that is my mock draft, guys. And I'll get into details on why I went with the Falcons selecting a tight end. Oh, my goodness. How can I have the Falcons? And it will make sense. Even if you don't agree with the pick, it will make sense by the end of today's episode. I promise you. just, Just hold off. It will make sense why i went with that selection but um we'll get into that as we wrap up today's locked on falcons so good bad or in between you just you just can't post angry comments about mock drafts on an empty stomach and that's where doordash will help you by allowing you to order your faves right if you're if you're upset with the falcons draft pick you know order george ash to cope right and if you love the falcons taking a certain player, then order DoorDash to celebrate. That's the beauty of DoorDash. They have the unbeatable deals on everything you're looking for so that you can consume your mock drafts just as easily as you can consume your faves, whether that's restaurants, stores, retail, grocery, order on the app so that you can be mock draft ready. Get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCK23, subject to change, terms apply. That's 50% off, up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order. When you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCK23, don't forget to use that code LOCK23, 23 for 50% off, up to a $10 value on your first order. When you download the DoorDash app and spend $15 or more, subject to change, terms apply. So as I said earlier, we the plan is we'll have either Charles McDonald or Alan Sturck, possibly both. We'll see on tomorrow's episode, but we'll be talking to both of those guys over the next couple of days, talking about what's going on with the Falcons, Desmond Ritter, return to the lineup, all that stuff and more. Uh, get you guys back into gear. I hope you've enjoyed your your weekend off from a stress-free Falcons football, but I, I know I've induced more stress into your lives by having the audacity to mock a tight end to the Falcons in the first round. So why did I have Bowers go here? I'll I'll explain that in a second. But, you know, first I'll admit that Brad and Trevor had quarterback and edge as the Falcons' top needs. And when I did a practice run of this mock draft earlier in the week before, you know, today's games kind of derailed uh, the order, which is part of the reason why it was a little later posting because I had to wait till the 4 o'clock games to finish to to reshuffle the order and, and redo it all over again. But I did have the Falcons taking uh, Liatu Latu, the UCLA edge rusher with the ninth overall selection. But then when Washington, you know, was leapfrogging them, I had Washington take Latu off the board, um, in the most recent version. And I was tempted to go with the Falcons to take a quarterback here, but I'm not ready to go there yet. And so this is where I will sort of, you know, take ownership a, a little bit and, and, you know, have the ability to to zig or zag or whatever because you know as i stated earlier this week on the pod that i think there are two really high level quarterback prospects in this draft in drake may and caleb williams um i think the drop off to whoever's going to be qb3 is pretty significant at least as i feel today right and seems like you know listening to the latest from dane brugler I, i think he has um, McCarthy, number three, I think he has Shadur Sanders, number four. And then I think Daniels is five on his most recent, um, big board. Uh, but you know, I think a lot of people assume, and I'm assuming, and from what I've heard about Dane talk about it, a lot of people are assuming that Shadur Sanders is going back to school, um, at Colorado. And so that leaves, you know, and, and Daniels is making the case, uh, to move up the draft board, but, for me, like I look at these guys, and again, this is my November opinion, and frankly, you should take any draft opinions, at least from anybody other than like the Dane Bruglers and the Daniel Jeremiah's of the world, uh, with a grain of salt in November. Uh, you know, this probably will change over the next, you know, several months as we get closer to April, and that's when the opinions really do matter. But my opinion in November is, I think a lot of these guys, after the the big two uh, at a quarterback position, are certainly guys that I think can be effective starters in the NFL good starters in the NFL, but they are more to me in that sort of Ritter, Will Levis, Kenny Pickett tier of guy that I don't know if I'm convinced can come in day one and be a week one starter in the NFL in the same ways that Richardson and, you know, Bryce Young and, and CJ Stroud are. And to me, I don't know if you're taking a quarterback in the top 10 with, if you don't, if you're not convinced of that, and that's part of the reason why both of those guys went like 11 and 12. I, like I did, I refuse to put them in the top 10 in this mock uh f- for that reason. So we'll, we'll see how that opinion changes. And so that's, and I, and I also, we'll see what Ritter does. I, again, as I said earlier, Ritter has, it basically has, you know, the next seven games to make the case for the reason why the Falcons shouldn't draft a quarterback. And we'll see if he successfully makes that case. And I, I can understand why you know the Falcons were one of a handful of teams that Brad Spielberger designated as QB needy simply because I think a lot of people are like, well, they already benched Ritter one, so clearly he's not the guy. Um which, you know, again, I understand that logic. It makes perfect sense why people, but you know, as I say, they, they should have never benched him in in the first place. And that was, you know, don't base your opinion off of one terrible decision. Uh <laughs> your opinion off of the correct path. But we'll we'll see uh, how, how well that take ages. Um, so why rack, why Brock Bowers, you know, three simple letters, B P a simple as that, right? Same basic logic that I used, you know, 11 months ago when we talked about, Hey, you know, this B. John Robinson guy could be the Falcons first round pick. And I, you know, I was labeled crazy at the time. People said, I didn't know what I was talking about. I didn't know anything. And I just sat here and I go like, it makes sense. If you understand the Falcons again, if you think of it from what would the Falcons do, which is kind of the point of mock drafts, not what I would do, not what you would do. It's just like, Hey, what would the Falcons do? And again, for the other 31 NFL teams in this mock, I was just like, you know, I just base it off of what Dane and Brad think they will do. And the one team I can insert my own opinion is the Falcons. Cause you know, I, I know pretty good, done a pretty good job, but, it's the same reason, right? Right? Why Bijan B- B- was the pick. Because Bijan was very highly rated. BPA, same thing. You know, B- Bowers is number five on Dane's big board. I think he's number five on PFF's big board, by the way, as well. Uh, you know, you're sitting there going, the Falcons already have tight ends. Yeah, you're right. But you know what also is true about the Falcons? The Falcons use more to, two or more tight ends more than any other team in the NFL. 53% of their snaps this year feature two or more tight ends on the field. So this is the most tight end centric offense in the NFL. So, you know, the fact, just like last year, just because they had t- Tyler O'Gear and Cordero Patterson wasn't going to stop them from taking a running back, given how much they want to run the football, just because they have John o. Smith and Calpins <laughs> stop them from taking a tight end. <laughs> just because they're, you know, it's the same thing. It's the same logic guys. And again, I know you guys are angry about that, but like, I just sit here and I go like, it's the same thing. So, you know, the other factor that plays into Brock Bowers' case for the Atlanta Falcons is character, right? And this is the most underrated aspect of this regime that they basically base their draft decisions highly off of character. They're much more in line with the Mike Smith regime under Thomas Dimitroff than the Dan Quinn regime under Thomas Dimitroff when it comes to their drafting, which is, you know, we want high character guys. And Dan Quinn was like, I want athletes. I want fast physical football players and we'll worry about the character stuff later, right? That's not this regime. Arthur Smith is like, no, we're all about, we're all about them captains. We're all about seniors. We're all about all that stuff, practice habits, all that stuff. And, you know, as far as I hear, you know, from Brock Bowers, Georgia fans in the, in the comments, let me know, let me know if I'm wrong. If I, if I've heard wrong about this, but you know, as far as character goes, Brock Bowers is going to get an A plus across the board from all NFL teams. He's going to be one of the highest character players. And, you know, the basic premise is like, hey, you know, the most recent example of that is like, Oh, he was supposed to miss six weeks due to this recent injury. He missed what, like three and a half. Cause he was just like, he just loves football and he loves his team and he, all that, all that stuff, heart, grit, determination, all that stuff. You know, he farts excellence, you know, and, and, and craps determination, all that stuff that coaches fall in love with. So I sit here and I go like, yeah, <laughs> you know, Brock powers is probably if he's on the board He's going to be your pick. Now, when I ran this exercise again earlier this week, it was Latu was the pick. Bowers went number five, I think, to the Bears who were picking at that point when I ran this exercise earlier in the week. So, again, take it with a grain of salt. You know, we got seven games, eight weeks to determine what this draft order is going to be. Again, as you guys sit here and, and and, you know, rant about this is ridiculous and the Falcons would never do that. And if they do this, you know, all that stuff that people do, again, rather than ranting in, in my comment section, you know, go go, go. Go talk to a therapist, right? You shouldn't be getting upset about mock drafts, guys. Mock drafts are just people smelling their own farts. That's all it is. It's just smelling your own farts. I'm like, mm, mm, what is that cabbage? Mm, oh, that smells good. Mm, I, mm, I can taste it. That's all it is, man. It's just smelling your own farts. So I'm sitting here like, yeah, mm, I love this. Mm, I, lo- I love the smell of my own home cooking. Sitting here, and you guys are just like, mm, just wafting it in your face, and just like, it's that's all it is, man. It's mock drafts. is November. No one cares. I, I know. <laughs> I just I just know there's gonna be one person just like foaming at the mouth (laughs) Brock Powers, this is ridiculous, just like you know, a year ago, it's like sure, it's it's all ridiculous. That's it's football, man. It's all ridiculous. All of this is ridiculous. All this attention that we give this stupid team and this stupid sport is all ridiculous. It's all ridiculous. Just accept it's ridiculous and just move on with your life. So, you know, if you if you just want to waft you know the the smell of this malodorous affair into your into your uh face then go ahead do it leave a comment let me know how much you 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 like the smell uh, of what i've put down what i've been cooking you know what i've been brewing up deep in my tummy you know all that stuff go ahead please i would love you to heed hear your feedback on that guys but that's basically the case you know we'll see what happens again quarterback edge rusher cornerback tackle you know I don't know it, wide receiver. All of these are on the table at this point in time. It's November, you know, before you start, you know, raving about a fake draft. that doesn't exist. A, a hypothetical. Just remember it's a hypothetical and it smells like mm, cabbage, you know, just, mm, 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 mm. I, I just love it. So <laughs> I just know, I just know. I just, I can't wait. I can't wait to read that comment. I just, I'm, I'm waiting for it. I just love it. I love it guys. So, um, you know, tell me, tell me how clueless I am. How ridiculous it is for the Falcons to take a tight end, just like it was ridiculous for them to take a running back last year. Yep. Well, I just, I, I just, clearly, I don't know what I'm talking about. I just got no idea. Never, never in my life have I ever had a clue about the Atlanta Falcons. So, uh, that's that's gonna do it for us, guys. We'll see. We'll see what these opinions. It's in November. Like all of this stuff is is gonna be meaningless when we get to. January when we get to February when we get to March when we get to April you know it's just like it just hey you know you smell that Mm, yeah that was a good one right oh yeah yeah let's just let's just sit in here and just waft it yeah let's just all just sit in it right that's all we're doing right now that's it so we'll be back with more stuff (laughs) Uh, we'll be back next tomorrow Uh, continue to make us your first listen I you know we'll we'll get some air freshener and we'll spray the air with Charles McDonald and Alan Sterk as the rest of the week unfolds. But uh, that's it guys. <laughs> uh, oh man. I, I, I entertained myself. So I hope you guys were thoroughly entertained on today's episode. Um, so that's, that's going to do it for us. Check out lockdown sports today, 24 streaming channel. Lockdown sports. Atlanta has a 24 streaming channel. We'll be back with more here on lockdown Falcons, more on lockdown sports. Atlanta, get you, geared back into all things Atlanta Falcons uh, all week long as we get ready for hate week. Oh, Ross Jackson. I ain't forgot about it. I know the Falcons have been very dramatic. I've been distracted the last couple of weeks, you know, throwing shots, throwing barbs, but we're back, baby. It's hate week, baby. We're back. So, all right. I'll see you, Ross. Get Enjoy your Turkey. Enjoy. Mm, yes. Uh, mm, the Turkey, mm, the tryptophan. the mm, Yes. The greens. Mm, yes. I love it. Mm, Those yams, they smell so good.